why do people throw trash out of their car windows? That just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It never has. I was driving. Uh, I live in central Pennsylvania. If you listen to this outside of the area, I was driving to State College, PA, the home of Penn State. Penn State, we are. And there was a bag of trash on the side of the highway. I was just thinking, who was driving? And they had a bag of trash, not even in their trunk, a bag bag of trash in the trunk, whatever. Bag of trash somewhere in their car, and they were driving on the highway, and somebody was like, hey, man, we should throw this bag of trash out of the window. Nobody was like, hey, we could just leave it in the car and, like, wait until we get to where we're going, and then we could dispose of it in another trash can. But they were like, no, maybe it smelled too bad. I don't know what was going on in that trash bag. They were like, no, we have must throw it out of the window on the highway going 75 miles an hour. I have always wondered who are these people? Who do that? Who does that sort of thing? Why do they do it? And as I saw that bag of trash on the highway today, I thought of Dan Peters in our podcast that we're about ready to get into. Because Dan and I cover this subject because one of his blogs was himself and his family going around and picking up trash on the side of the highway. Thank you, Dan, for doing that. And then turning into a very entertaining blog for the world to see. Dan Peters does vlogs. Uh, Dan's vlogs on Facebook and on YouTube. They are funny. They are about his family. I enjoy them. And you will also enjoy them. So watch them. Also, he has a billboard company. So I guess that's why he also sees all the trash. And we'll get into that. When you're putting up billboards, or you're on the side of a highway, you're going to see all the trash. I guess that's how it all plays together. And he also is involved in real estate. So the man is an entrepreneur. And I really enjoyed our conversation together, so I hope that you also enjoy it as well. Before we get directly to it, let's talk about some wonderful businesses in central Pennsylvania and online, 1304 11th Avenue in Altoona. The Clay Cup, my friend Sarah Vogel runs the joint. Everybody loves the Clay Cup. I don't know one person who's like, "Ah, I don't really like that place. Everybody loves it at the Clay Cup on Facebook and Instagram. And you got to love it because Sarah's wonderful and her her uh, energy and her personality, you know, kind of envelop the building. And also the people who work there are super happy and cheery. And you're also drinking lots of coffee. So <laughs> you got a bunch of energy. You're all wired. And you get to let your creativity out with pottery painting classes and watercolor classes. Like, what could be better? The Clay Cup. Also, Harlequin Pepper Yoga, 320 Allegheny Street in Holidaysburg right now. So if you get a hold of Aaron at Harlequin Pepper Yoga, whether online or via phone at 931-9815 and use the code word ROBZ, you will get one month free. That's right. You will get one month free on a six-month or a year membership. Discount code ROBZ at Harlequin Pepper Yoga, 320 Allegheny Street in Holidaysburg, ladies and gentlemen, let's start the show. This is Rob Z Radio. This is pretty cool. I like. Wow, it's so neat. It sounds. It sounds like it does whenever you listen to it on the radio. Right. That's, <laughs> This is what I actually said. Some people were freaked out by it. Like, oh, geez. I don't like, I can hear my own voice. Uh, is that how I sound? It's like oh, hearing the inside gosh. of your brain. <laughs> right? You know, man, that's one of the biggest things I find is like uh, that 
one of the biggest issues people have, and I talked to a lot of people about this, and I was just doing a career fair a couple of weeks ago at the convention center for 10th graders, and I was saying, like, anybody who's ever been on like, on audio or on video, like, you're the only person who's freaked out by the sound of your own voice yeah. or what you look like. Yeah. Everybody already knows what you look like. Yeah. Every person yeah. you talk to sees your face. Yeah. They hear your voice. Yeah. So it's not a surprise to anybody else. And that, I try to, like, help people remember that like remember people already know it's just you right. finding out yeah. it's the horrible part <laughs> like i didn't know i sounded so stupid or i looked that dumb right i mean it's, 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 if how you about can, it if yep. you can get past that yeah you're gonna be okay yeah that's like the yeah. ultimate barrier to entry how about it yep that's the introduction to the podcast well, that's how we're gonna start is. <laughs> dan peters is in the house oh man i sound like this, this oh <laughs> Take the headphones off if you can't handle it. <laughs> thanks for being here, man. Hey, thanks for having me. Very cool. First podcast ever. Awesome. How and my first vlog ever. I yeah, mean, we're vlogging right now. Technically, I guess I've been on other videos, yeah. but never a vlog. Well, you've never been on Dan's vlogs. This is a first. Very true. So yeah. that's one of the reasons I wanted to bring you here. Was I don't know anybody else in Central Pennsylvania. Anybody listening to the podcast who's not from Central Pennsylvania? Uh, we are in Altoona, PA. I always have to say that just in case. Somebody decides for some reason outside of Altoona to listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, man, Jimmy Kimmel, or uh, you know, right. who yes, exactly. Yeah, the president. I mean, maybe Trump's tuning in. I don't know what's going on. Elon Musk decided to turn the podcast on, but uh, nobody around here, and even myself included. Like, I want to start vlogging, and I know a lot of people do, but you have been. There's two other guys I know of, and I'll give them a shout out. There's uh, Crone's Vlogs, Dave Crone oh, yes, from okay. down in Holidaysburg. I know he he YouTubes a bunch of videos, probably a couple a week. And then uh, Mike Miller out there, uh, he has a, a page called Only in the Cove. Really? Uh, yeah, and I Only know he- Only in the Cove. Yeah, great guy. I know he, he, he posts videos every couple of days, you know. It, That's but, awesome. Uh, great dudes. Those are the only two that I know of in this area. I got to write those names down yeah, so I can to, stalk those guys. <laughs> Be ready, guys. I'm stalking you. <laughs> Only in the Cove. I already knew about Crohn's uh, vlog, but um, what was the inspiration? Because, I mean, obviously, you watch YouTube. There's a billion people oh, doing yeah. it, yeah. and yeah. you get like- Whenever I watch them, I just all I think is like, boy, I want to do that too. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what everybody thinks. Oh yeah, watch it, yeah, right? getting into it. My sure. wife watches makeup tutorials, and she's like, I should do that. I'm like, yeah. you should do that. <laughs> like, you watch enough of them, you're like an expert. My son watches Ryan's story review. Yeah. He wants to be Ryan. You know, it's just <laughs> 15 million subscribers. You know, yeah. they're, they're doing something right. He made like he made like six million bucks last year. It's unbelievable. At like yeah. eight years old or Isn't however that crazy? old, it's, yeah. it's nuts. <laughs> I just hope they're a good family. They seem like they are. That's what I always hope when I watch <laughs> families on YouTube. I'm like, man, I hope this is real. No, we're all exploiting them, man. <laughs> That's what we do. Ruining for the fame lives. and fortune. Right. <laughs> so um, how did you, when did you start vlogging and what was your initial inspiration for it? Well, a uh, couple years back, it was just me. Then I got married. And oh, then really? And had some okay. kids. Had so some you, kids. So, so the inspiration, be- I just wanted to videotape, you know, our journey. And, cool. and what the kids are getting into, so that's that's what initially started it. You know, capturing the the, the first rollover and the, you know the first uh, haircut, the first crawl, or you know first steps, stuff like that. Like typical dad stuff, yeah. carrying the video camera yeah. around everywhere yeah. they went. Yeah, exactly, okay. exactly. But I guess when I talked to you before, did you say initially you didn't plan on releasing any of it, or you didn't plan on it being like what it is now? Well, yeah, it's sort of. I don't know. I I would post it on YouTube and and Facebook was just coming around too, you know. And and people, 
like the ladies I used to work with, uh, you know, at, at the office, they would uh, they would enjoy watching them. They'd comment, and you know, that's sort of fed into it. Like, when's the next video? You know, we we want to see the kids. Keep posting, and, and that's sort of kept the, kept the ball rolling. And then it's sort of molded into uh, basically what it is now. To, sort of turning it into a show. Mm-hmm. You know, videotaping our lives, and then you know on. Uh, Going on road trips and doing different things. I just, you know, grab a camera and film our adventure. Yes. You know, but you started doing it before you had kids and before you were married. Yeah, I did, actually. So, so what yeah, was you're the... Right, you're right. What was the inspiration there, like, way back then? And just being a goofball. <laughs> I, you know, before before that, I'd do just random random clips of just, uh, you know, me and Jenny getting into whatever, you know. I I do have, I think I first post on YouTube was 2006. Okay. You know, I got on there, and I, I can't remember what... I'd have to look back to see what... I, I can't go back, Rob. I, I go back, and then I look at the video and think, oh, my gosh, what was I thinking? <laughs> I must delete all this content now. <laughs> this is public? Oh, man, what's wrong with me? You know how that is. You know, you go back, and it's just like, oh. Right, but he, and I was talking to a kid about this at this career fair um, because he's been putting out YouTube videos now for he's only, I mean, he was 10th grade. What are you, He's probably 16. Okay. And he said since he was 12, he's been putting out videos. I'm like, dude, that's awesome. But he had just deleted his old account and started a new account. I'm like, why would you delete your old account? And he's like, those videos were way too bad. Yeah. And I said to him, because I mean, I think a lot of us feel that way whenever you do either a, a podcast or vlogging or, or whatever it is. When you first start out, it's obviously not going to be where it is now. But I think the most appealing part of what YouTube is, because when you go to watch a TV show, it's already, even in the early stages of it, rather polished. Oh yeah, and scripted yeah. and whatever. Yeah. yeah. But the great thing about YouTube is, and, and and podcasting is, when you can go back, when you find out, when you find somebody you <clears> love <throat> watching or listening to, mm-hmm. and they have hundreds of episodes, and then you scroll the whole way back to their beginning, <laughs> and you're like, oh wow, it's it wasn't that good. Yeah. It's like inspiration. Yeah. Oh because yeah. Because they're just yeah. like you are starting out. Yeah. You know, and it's and that's the thing I find the most exciting about it. So I, was, I told him, I was like, dude, put all your old stuff back up. Yeah. Someday people are gonna want to see. It, what yeah, your old exactly. stuff was like. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's that's something that people get freaked out about. And that's yeah. good that you don't go back and, <laughs> and watch it. Because you would be like, I gotta get rid of all this stuff. They must be burned. <laughs> it's very true, man. Yeah. Yeah. And your how is your your wife's cool with being on camera? She's been cool. At first she wasn't. She hated it. Jenny Jenny, she's she's uh sort of reserved, you know. Uh but it's growing on her now. I basically shove a camera in her face, and <laughs> she's learned to adapt. <laughs> yes, I'm a jerk, but uh, well, no, no I, I think that watching your videos at least, I think it builds a good dynamic. It could, yeah, did yeah. it make your relationship better, or has it? I think it has. Yeah, to I mean, be honest with you, I think it has. You go one yeah. of two ways, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean. She, I guess she had a choice. She could have grabbed the camera and threw it down and destroyed it, mm-hmm. but she, <laughs> she sort of jumped on board with me, and uh, we're sort of a good team. We uh, just posted a video yesterday, you know, and she helped me with the edits. She said, "Hey, why don't we do this?" And you know, we could we could add this clip or add this, you oh, know, voiceover. Cool. So she's actually, um, uh, she's actually a pretty good help nowadays. You know, I, I sometimes you know getting into editing. Uh, I run into, uh, uh, what do you call it, brain freezes and stuff like that. And I'm yeah. like, hey, you know, and I'll, I'll ask Jenna, hey, can you come help me out here? Um, you know, 
what should I do? Yeah, how how should I, you know, how do I tell this story? What what would be a good approach? And then she'll come up with her two cents, and it works. And yeah, it's starting to work. So that's great. I, I love having her on board with me with the edits now. I think it's you know got some pistons firing. Yeah, and uh, that helps because that's the hardest process. The filming's not really the hardest part. The editing's the long oh, arduous oh yeah having to it, watch it yourself be. back over it and over again be. you know and then you start second guessing what you're putting out and you can torment yourself you know day and night doing that and it's yeah. just you know having someone else's perspective is a huge huge uh, help you know and it, it balances it out and i think it works it's starting to work for us i mean this is all i'm it's not like i have a million subscribers or anything like that but it's good you're i don't know man it's good you figure this stuff out before you do Right? Uh, you know, yeah, we're sort of learning about each other, and a lot of it's communication. Mm-hmm. You know, we're learning to sort of communicate, and so the vlogs have helped in that in that regard. You know, I'm learning how she views things in comparison. You know, it's not just me. You know, and how I how I view videos. You know, a lot of the old videos were my perspective on things, and having her come in sort of balances that out, and you know gives me a, a different ideas and different perspective on on editing and yeah is she actually physically doing any of the editing or she's just throwing her, no she's just her throwing throwing out yeah two cents yeah no i haven't uh, maybe the next couple i'll start teaching her how to <laughs> how to splice because <laughs> that's like the next level right getting somebody else to do it for you that's the part that takes so long that's like this podcast i love recording it and i i do love editing it too but um it does take a while it does. A lot of people of don't understand that. You know, five, we post from, from two minutes on up to some videos are 10 minutes. I, I, I don't think people watch that long, but some of the videos like to capture the whole journey or the story I'm trying to tell takes that long. Mm-hmm. Um, but it takes just on average, a five minute video would take uh, on edits probably, you know, five to 10 hours, depending on, you know, what, yeah. what all you're adding in and, and piece in. There's a lot to it. It really is, and a lot of people don't see that, you know, the time invested, you know, yeah, to make a good video. It is ridiculous, especially video. Audio editing is much easier. The The video aspect of it does. It slows you down so much. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys, what do you use to edit? Do you use Premiere or? Uh, Sony Vegas. Sony, Sony Vegas, Vegas. Okay. Uh, Studio 14 Platinum, it's called. It was only $49. I downloaded it from the website, okay. you know, and, and how I learned to edit uh, actually, through YouTube, how-to videos really? on YouTube. It's in, YouTube's an incredible machine. Yeah. I mean, you can learn pretty much anything. I learned awesome. how to remodel my house. I put on a roof from how to roof on on YouTube. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Did you oh, vlog yeah. about that? Uh, a little bit. I I do have I, I have so much footage, Rob. You know, uh, sitting on. Oh man, I just have so many SIM cards, and and I never. It was very hard uh, going back to time and editing. It takes time to edit, and right. I didn't at the time. I didn't have that luxury to sit there and edit. You know, you know how to how to roof. You know, and I just didn't have that time. But I have the footage. I might go back to it. That's you know? interesting, man. So, how how did you get comfortable doing it? And when I guess when did you get comfortable doing it? Because if you have that much footage, you you've been filming like your entire life. Do you film every day? No, not every day. Just whenever, uh, whenever I can. You know, whenever I'm thinking about it. Whenever I'm in that, you know, film mode, I'll grab the I'll grab the camcorder and my cell phone. Especially with the kids now, you know, you want to make sure you have something on standby. You know, with with room on the SIM card to capture that moment. Yeah. 
Um, so every that, moment that's happening, you're thinking like, mm, it's always in the back of my mind. Like, is this, is this shot worthy? <laughs> <laughs> and that can kind of drive you nuts too, right? It can. Yeah. Cause you're like, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I probably should get the phone out. <laughs> I missed it. Darn it. That I, can you guys reenact exactly what you just did? I catch myself doing that. I'm like, Rob, just stop. That, and I think that might be the hardest part, at least uh, from my perspective is shutting it off. Like when yeah. do you turn it off and have, it's you in real lifetime, and when is it video time? You know, and there, Jenny, she's reminded me of that a couple times because <laughs> there was a point. You know, I, I I watch a lot of YouTubers and and guys on Facebook, and these guys, I mean, they they do the daily video grind. I mean, they upload daily. I'm talking ten to fifteen minutes worth of content. Yeah, you know, and that but that's mi- probably their job, right? That's their that's one pretty job. much their job. You know, so you know, at one point I was like, oh, if those guys can do it, I can do it. So I, I tried that. You know, and I have no idea how they these guys do it. I lasted four days, Rob. You know, four days. I mean, that's literally you have a camera on pretty much all day trying to gain content. And then you'd have to be I'd be up till 3 a.m. editing, you know, (laughs) just to just to do an upload for the next day to start getting in that pattern. But I mean, that's a grind. I, you know, I. I have respect for those guys. And you notice now they're all dropping out. You know, they're going, getting back to their lives because that, that I mean, they're so devoted to that daily video upload grind. It's it just, they have no, it's, it's imbalanced. I think they can't mm-hmm. really live life, you know, worrying about, hey, what, what, what's the content going to be today? And, you know, how, how long do I have to stay up to edit it? And, you right. know, that's it. Forget it. That's, that's not us. So we, we got, I'm trying to get consistent with the vlogs. I, I'm not very consistent. I'm, it's a lot of trial and error right now. You know, so we're trying to at least get a video up every week. Okay. You know, once a week, I think, is pretty, pretty fair. It works for us. You yeah. know, it's not, too, you know, all day devoted to it. I do have a job. You know, I, I got to work, too, to provide, you know. Until uh, this thing takes off. <laughs> is that the plan? Yeah. What's the plan? <laughs> I don't know. I really don't have any plans, Rob. I, you know, I just whatever have, happens, happens, whatever. Yeah, happen. we'll just roll with it. That would be awesome if it did, but that's not my main intention. I'm not in it to make money. Uh, you know, it's just for fun. Yeah. I, I, I actually, I enjoy the edits and and you know making people laugh and and getting that response. You know, that there's comments and 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 likes and uh, it. It is rewarding to some degree, you know, seeing these guys and it brings it, you know, you get a private message here and there. Hey, you know, I, I really appreciated that. You know, that was a great message or, or, um, uh, you know, that you, I needed that laugh, you know, for the day. And, and that, that's sort of gratifying. It makes it worthwhile. Yeah. You know, no, I agree completely. That's yeah. what, when I was in radio, that's what I loved. It was somebody, you know, at 6 a.m. if I could make them laugh. Yeah. That's a pretty good feeling. If somebody's going to a job they don't like, and that's the same. That's what YouTube's there. That's what those mediums are there for. Is you yeah. can get on there and entertain somebody. Yeah, and that's maybe that's the one crack up they got that day. <laughs> and that's the one thing, that, and especially when it's local, right? Yeah. I mean, whenever you get yeah. bigger, I guess yeah. it, it probably feels good as well. But when you're doing it on a local level, and you know people in your town are are watching your stuff and enjoying it, there's a pretty rewarding feeling behind that. Uh, I've I've I think that um. Well, you're saying about releasing content every single day. That's, I turned 35 here in a couple of, in a month, and I want to make sure my 35th year is daily content in some way, shape, or form, whether yeah. it's a podcast or it's a video. But then you start talking about vlogging, it's like, man, that the editing process. So I'm I'm trying to think like, how can I dumb down what I do to where I don't have to edit anything? Like it's just a straight video, me talking, whatever it might be. You know, if I can figure out a way to make a video a day, and not saying it has to be funny or, or, or 
entertainment necessarily, but maybe it's education based, information based uh, on marketing or sales or whatever it might be. Um, find something on a daily basis to release, just to keep my myself out there, and that's that's what makes me excited. Like that's what I wake up in the morning and think about. It's like. I wake up and think, like, what am I going to be able to do a podcast today? What video am I going to do? Even yeah. if it's just five minutes yeah. of my day, I feel like my day hasn't been complete right. unless I've done that. Yeah, yeah. And is that you kind of in the same boat on those? I, I mean, yeah, you release so, once a week, but yeah, sort of. You know, some days, whenever I tried that daily grind, that's that was my first initial, you know, uh, thought. You know, when I got up, what am I? What are we going to do today? You know, and I would plan adventures, you know, and be like, oh, this would be great vlog footage. And I, th- I think that's where it, I was got to a point, you know, I was trying too hard. Mm-hmm. And and it reflected sometimes in the post, you know, you upload it and you wouldn't get the response that you you, you assumed you you would get. I yeah. don't know if you've ever had that experience. Oh, yeah. You know, you're like, oh, man, this is viral potential. This is great. And, and it totally. And yeah. Oh, I've had it so many times. Yeah, man. <laughs> and and I'm learning. And Jenny, she's a good reminder. She's like, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Get You know, you're here to film the family. And, and that's what people enjoy. So stick with that. Just do clips and don't spend so much time editing and adding all the little the you bells know, and whistles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, just just post what what we get into and I think that's what people enjoy and and that's and it's proven you know some of the videos that's what people really respond to mm-hmm. and and sometimes that you get lured into that oh we can make it big and you know and that's you know sometimes oh, you're you, gonna you fall get... apart <laughs> really right isn't that when you when you start thinking well this is gonna make it this one's gonna be the one you're probably never gonna know the one you know, yeah. yeah, you're not gonna, the one that explodes. You're not even going to see that coming. Probably. It's fun. Yeah, I uh, trying uh, one point there. I was trying to figure out the YouTube algorithms and Facebook. You know, what's a be- what time's the best to post? And you know, uh, yeah. uh, um, you know what what should, word should I use in the taglines and hashtags? And you can't you can't fool it. I, you know, you just <laughs> it might get you a few more likes. It might reach a few more people. Right. But in the yeah. end, yeah. And you know, that's that's funny you say that because I doing social media marketing for other companies, I've gotten to a point now. And I, I mean, I've only been doing it professionally for a year, but I've I've made a I feel like for myself personally made a lot of ground in a year, at least learning and understanding what works and what doesn't. And when I first started, it was like telling these businesses, well, you, you know, you should probably be on you. You should be on Facebook. You should be on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, like pick a bunch of platforms. Right. And now that I've gotten to where I am and I've seen what worked for me personally on my own stuff, it's like you need to find one thing, one platform that works for you and makes sense for your business model. Mm-hmm. And then one piece of content that you can do continuously that works. Right. And focus <laughs> on that. And if you right. get good at that one piece of content, then add another one in. Then add another benchmark in. Mm-hmm. So, like for me, like if you go to my Facebook page, uh, uh, Freebie Fridays are yeah, huge. huge. They, they blow yeah, up, and it sure does. And that kind of happened just haphazardly. I didn't really plan on it being what it was. It just kind of took on a life of its own. Mm-hmm. And that was it was kind of a cue to me, like you're not going to know when you create the thing that's going to be the thing that you are known for. Yeah, it's yeah. just going to kind of happen. Sort of evolve, yeah. And it's always going to be revolving around you helping somebody, I think, too. Yeah. If you can yeah. help somebody out, that's also another reason why it's going to take off. Sure, sure. I agree. 110%. And and also, the other part is like just if it's authentically you, too. If you right. You can authentically put yourself out there. Right. How have you found that 
way to do that with yourself like to be authentically do you feel like you're authentically yourself on camera or do you i'm turn still it on learning man you are? <laughs> i was in radio for 18 years and it i still it's, towards the end didn't understand i'm 40 years old still trying to figure that out you know trying to find who you are yeah you know I, in the beginning there i tried you know i i followed casey neistat and you know the the paul brothers and all you know all these other youtubers and and i found myself trying to edit like them and trying to you know buying the same equipment like them and you know sort of aspiring to be them but now you know realizing that hey i'm not them you know you what you need what i need to do to figure out and i think we're getting there you know is is figuring out who we are who's who's dan's vlogs you know what do we stand for and then and then portraying that on camera and instead of, you know, getting scripts and lines and all that jazz, you know, figuring out who we are as a, as a family, mm-hmm. you know, and then sort of creating that, creating storyline with it. And, you know, it's, it's a balance, you know, of different items. And I think we're getting close. So who are you as a family? Do you have like a, a mission statement like written out or something no, like I that? No, I don't. Okay. Yeah, I don't have a, you know, one of those, what do you call it, a seal or anything? No, yeah. not really. But, the, but in but, your mind, you know, like when it's authentically you guys we you know. we have our own personalities i have I'm, I'm sort of outgoing and i talk a lot and you know and jenny's more reserved and uh uh you know penny's she's more like me she's outgoing and and Cashman, he's uh, i i i have three little kids by the way i don't know if you guys know that uh penny she's uh five and cash is three and and paisley's one um and and I, I want the whole idea of the vlogs really to capture, you know, them growing up and, so we can look back and, and reflect. They can look back, basically, and reflect, you know, whoa, I did this and I did that. And, man, my dad's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But. Uh, um, yeah, that is cool because those memories, like, sometimes they get distorted in your mind. But you'll actually they'll be able to see them. Yeah, they'll they're, look like, back and realize recorded. how crazy I was. But, uh, you know, that, and that and that's what ultimately i want to capture you know the, where they can reflect on what adventures we got into cuz i i don't remember half the stuff growing up i know my dad he filmed a little bit uh you know of some of the disney adventures and and you know uh the road big trips and and you know my great aunts and you know when they were alive and those are those are priceless in my opinion you know mm-hmm. and i sort of want to capture that same uh, same thing in life, you know, for the kids. And and Facebook and YouTube are, are great platforms for that. You know, you can upload and, and store those memories as opposed to, you know, leaving it on a SIM card where, I mean, it, you could lose that in a heartbeat. Yeah. You know, and they're, they're, it's gone. Yeah. Or storing it, you know, storing it on the computer hard drive that could crash and burn, you know, a year later. Yeah. You know, and I've learned that in the past. It's happened. You know, I've lost some key footage because of that. But, you know, uploading it. Uh, to Facebook and YouTube is a, a great thing. Now I know my, you know, my in-laws they get worried about you know all the negative aspects of online, sure, you know, uploads, all the creeps and stuff like that. But a lot of it's common sense. You just have to be aware of your surroundings and, um, you know, all that. That's what I wanted to ask you about, really, because I mean, my son Max, I mean, I, he's hilarious, and I can't help myself from putting him on my stuff sometimes because he's just so funny. I yeah. feel like other people should enjoy the hilarity. Uh, but then at the same time, I have the thought of like, my, I, I, and when I was in radio, I caught myself a couple of times. I'm like, I'm, exp- I caught myself exposing him just for the sake of content. 
was like I was looking for content, so I'm like, oh, I'm gonna put Max on. Everybody loves Max. Right. It's immediately gonna get a bunch of likes just because right. he's on it. Yeah. And I caught myself doing that, and I was like, that's not. I shouldn't. I didn't. It didn't feel right. And I guess you probably know this too. You know when it feels right. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. You know when it's yep. like I'm forcing it. Right. Exactly. Um, but like Max loves Ryan's toys reviews, and he tells mm-hmm. me like I want to be Ryan. And we did one video over Christmas, and it was Max Saves Christmas with like my action figures, and it was <laughs> it was I, I thought it was really funny. But like it took me hours to edit. It took me like eight hours to edit. Oh, and I wow. put in sounds yeah. and voices yeah. and. I was like so worn out by the end of it, and I loved it. It was it was great, but um, uh, that was one of the times I thought, like, man, this is this is a if you're gonna do this. This is a full time job. Like, yeah, it's seriously. not a joke. Yeah, it can be, yeah. Unless you just shoot straight video and just release the video, right. you're gonna edit right. it and stuff. It yeah. takes a long time. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, but with your kids, yeah. I mean, what I've what I've gotten to a point of thinking, and this is how I've kind of thought about this as how it can help kids is like. If you can, I, I, at least I envision in the future, I don't know what everything's going to look like, but I think that most kids are going to be either they're going to be on Snapchat or whatever the new platform is. They're mm-hmm. going to be constantly putting themselves out there right. no matter what. Yeah. Even if we say don't put yourself on video, they're going to be putting themselves on video because it just seems to be the way it's going, especially right. VR and everything. Right. It just seems natural that that'll be a situation. So if you can ahead of time have them get used to video number one and and being on a camera being behind a microphone and then teaching them the right and wrongs of it and also how to how to handle trolls or how to handle negative situations Mm -hmm. i feel like it's a good what i see in schools and with parents is it's such a divide between the old school like before cell phones and now with cell phones that the parents can't understand why the kids are using this stuff so much. Mm -hmm. And they don't know what to do about the cyberbullying or any of that stuff. Why not set your kids up and show them how to handle it? Right. How to deal with it. Right. Because it's going to be, and some parents might think, well, that you're just setting them up to, to get bullied, but Mm -hmm. they're going to be set up either way. Yeah. If all their friends are on Snapchat, they're going to be on Snapchat. It's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I mean that's just human nature. The bullying. I mean, that's a whole nother subject there. You know, it's it's just not going to stop. You know, regardless if it's you know on the playground, you know after school three o'clock, or if it's you know via Facebook or Snapchat. It's just you know that that's just where we're at technology wise. It's it's you know accessible to get reach someone you know much quicker through the social media platforms. You know, and yeah. Uh, but that that's a whole nother subject there. That whole bullying thing. But, you know, the negative aspects of the vlogs, the way I look at it is if someone's going to stalk you or, you know, want to find you, they're going to find you. If you don't post, you know, or if you do, yeah, uh, they're going to find you either way. I mean, Google search is incredible. You can find you can scoop up any dirt on anybody anymore. Just yeah. by the You know what I'm saying? Like, any address like a, uh, yeah, I, you t- too, like, I was trying <laughs> to find crazy. an address and I typed in the person's name and their address popped up and I was like, oh, I. I thought I knew a lot about Google, and I like I didn't know I could get like their address right away like that, and I got like every person who had that name and all of their addresses, and I don't know why I was so naive to it, but I was like, that's that's kind of scary. It, it it truly is. I think it, of it Terminator, is. John Connor, going after Sarah Connor, and he goes to the phone book and finds all the Sarah Connors. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's kind of the it's same so thing. it's it's scary. You know, it it, it can be scary. Uh, someone someone can find you. Yeah. Like that. And it just I think I believe it just comes down to common sense. Just be aware. You know, if you run into that situation, uh, knock on wood, hope to never get, you know, to that point. 
you know, where you, you have to fear for your safety and your kids, yeah. you know, but uh, people can find you regardless if you're, if you're, you know, posting your kids online or not. Yeah. You know? And I firmly believe, I don't know if you believe in karma, but like, I believe like if I, if you're putting out. What goes around comes around. Yeah. Is if, that how? If you're putting out positive content and, and it's, 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 it has a good, and all of your stuff has a very good message behind it. You guys are cleaning up trash and whatever else you're doing. Uh, like the, it's just, well, that that was drive. I don't know if you drive up I ninety nine much, but it, it was driving me crazy. That yeah. I, and I didn't, really didn't notice it till you know working on the signs and just really looked around. Oh and, right, because you do billboards. Yeah, yeah. That's so that, right. that, that yeah, that's when you notice all the trash. Yeah, yeah, and and it's always been around. I know it has. I just never really took notice until now, and then that's when I decided to make a video about it. Um. You know, and it's still bad. I drive up I ninety nine. You know, and I'll, I'll catch myself pulling over and picking, picking up Starbucks cups and sheets bags. And yeah, I'm calling everyone out. You know, whoever's throwing litter out. Who does that though? Right? <laughs> Do you think that like who's the person rolling down their window and just chucking? Well, actually, when I was a kid, I knew people. I never. I always felt guilty. But, like, I had friends who did. They just throw all their stuff out the yeah. window. And I'm like, why not just keep it in your car and throw it away throw it when you, away get, when you get gas? Or throwing trash bags out the window. People would just chuck an entire trash yeah. bag. <laughs> like, you'll see a, a trash bag along the side of the road. You think, like, who? Why? Like, what's in the trash bag? It's you had bad, it in the car, man. number one. Yeah. And then yeah. you're, it's weird. <laughs> it, it is a, it's, it's a bizarre situation. But going like saying that, you know, I feel like if you put out positive content, you're going to get that back. So you're probably right. not going to get the negative negativity right. that a lot of people see online because yeah, they I, – I agree, Rob. Yeah, I, I agree. We tend to stay away from a lot of the sensitive subjects. I mean, we do – you have that option. You know, as a creator, I can – you know, we can hammer on these, and, and I'm sure you'll get backlash with that. We mm -hmm. chose sort of stay, you know, stay positive and, and sort of portray, you know, a good message, you know, on most of the videos. and, and Yeah. And, and I'm sure if you wanted that, you could dig for it, and you'd definitely get a lot of the the haters out there and the trolls and all that. Yeah, it's you an know, easy way to I attract attract attention. That's for sure. If you yeah. want to go that route, that's one way of doing it. Yeah, yeah. you. <laughs> I think it's easier, really. I mean, to, to attract attention. And sometimes I I do like uh, you know I I'm heartfelt about certain subjects, and I, and sometimes it's in the back of my mind like, hey man, I, I I think I should do a video about this, and and you know it's like oh, you know it. It would really stir the pot. It would. So yeah. I, you know, some some days I, I'm thinking, man, I, I feel like I haven't gotten to that point where I have to. I'm I'm sure I might, you know, because I'm I'm passionate about certain certain subjects, and yeah. uh, you know, uh, and yeah, I think I'll just stay clear of it for now. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, and and the times that I have, and I've never done a video. I don't think of anything like controversial or whatever but I've done podcasts and I've done posts like I've written posts about certain things and the other part that's difficult is once you do that content and you get some sort of backlash then you have a choice like do you defend yourself or do you just let people comment with whatever they want and then if you do decide to engage then you're, you're you get trapped in Twitter or you get trapped in like Facebook court like where yeah. you're in the system now, yeah, and you have yeah. to fight every comment and battle every battle, and you're never going to win any of them, yeah, and it's totally useless. And I've done that to myself. Have you really? I've oh. Totally regretted it because, oh, wow. and yeah. you you see it from major celebrity people who have you know millions of followers, and they'll like go after somebody, 
And then you're just lo- in the anger and frustration because yeah, you can't win. I, no, so you have so much yeah. rage because you can't actually win the fight. Yeah. And then you're just wasting exactly. your whole day. Yeah. Even if you're not like wasting it typing, it's like all in your mental space. Oh, it'll it'll suck you in. Oh yeah, and it, I mean it'll really burn the burn the energy right out of you for sure. Yeah. So yeah, definitely uh, sort of steered away from all that. But you know, maybe well, I don't know. We'll see what what the future you know stores. But yeah. When you y- decide when the, when the ratings drop, the views <laughs> drop, and you got to get controversial, and put out some <laughs> racy content. <laughs> the day's coming. <laughs> oh, I had to, Rob. <laughs> My numbers went below a thousand. I had to start doing it. Religion and politics. That's all it is now. Yeah, I got to point. I, I was a, my brother calls me a light counter. You know, I, I, I was finding myself, you know, oh, there's that little red dot in Facebook. All right. You know, it's almost like a fix. You know, yeah. sometimes you get it's dopamine. Caught. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I guess there's been studies about it, oh, you yeah. know, where, where people really get, they compare it to gambling, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and I find my, you know, find myself sitting there on Facebook just going through just nonsense feed. And, but it's like, you can't take your eyes off it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's well, kind of crazy it, it's weird but i found myself trapped in that a couple different times and you i mean it takes a lot of self you know power but you gotta just set it down yeah you, ca- you know play with the kids yeah i turn all my notifications off i don't have one notification on except my phone calls and, and texts i have on but everything else i shut off because it will it, it doesn't. It's just terrible. That's it a just, good like, idea. I didn't know your... you could do that. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, and okay. then you're. And then every app will ask you every like couple of days. Hey, do you want to turn your notifications on? Is that you right? should really turn them on? <laughs> it would feel good, wouldn't it? And you're like, no, I don't want the notifications on. <laughs> but normal people who don't, and I say normal people, like if you just have a phone with a couple follow with your friends following you on platforms, mm-hmm. notifications even on, on that level are very distracting. Right. Because they design that, they design them that way, so you use the product more. I mean, it's a, sure. it's a marketing ploy. I mean, mm-hmm. it really is, and it's tapping right into who we are as people. Like we love right. that, and it gives you a little fix. So yep. I compare it to a cigarette. Um, I compare it to crackheads. I mean, <laughs> not that I've ever smoked crack, <laughs> but like when they say when you smoke crack, like it only lasts so long, so it goes away very quickly, right? right? So you want to, you keep wanting to get that hit, yeah. and that really is what that is on your phone. Like when you're getting that. Facebook notification, somebody commented, mm-hmm. somebody liked your post, and you're getting a bing, bing. It feels good. Yeah. And then when it starts to go away, you're like, oh, yeah. nobody <laughs> likes me anymore. Then you put a post up. Nobody and, likes me. And then you put a post up, and only like four people like it, and you're like, oh. oh. <laughs> good example. I did a Facebook post yesterday, and I so when I do Facebook posts about social media marketing and like just marketing ideas, mm-hmm. they don't get that much of a response. And I know this now. Uh, Facebook, number one, buries them. For whatever reason, so I put out a video about it was a social media tip, and I think it reached maybe five. I have sixteen thousand followers, and it reached five hundred people. And I was oh, like, wow. "Really, Facebook?" So they like they toy with you. The more followers you get, the more they. And you know, I always thought about that, Rob. Is there someone on the other end out there in California that's that's regulating? You know, what's <laughs> distributed and what's not? Huh? It's all algorithms, I think. Oh, but, I, mean, I think I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I don't. I hope yeah. it's not an actual person doing it. If there is, that's funny. <laughs> Because they're just laughing. Like, they're ruining so many lives. <laughs> the ultimate troll. Um, but th- what I've noticed is, you know, um, because Facebook wants you to pay money. All the platforms really do. I mean, they're giving you a free marketing tool. And so if you have, like, a fan page on Facebook or a business page, they want you to pay some money because why would they want you to use this thing for free? 
right? right. They want yeah. some cash out of it, which yeah. makes perfect sense to me. So the more followers you get and the more money you spend when you back off on your spending, they want, they're like, oh, we're not going to show your stuff to anybody until exactly. you give us a little bit of money. Yeah. And yeah, I get it. Right. I, I totally get it. But So I put a post up yesterday, and it reached like 500 people when it got two likes. And I was like... I got. I felt myself starting to get sad. It's like <laughs> nobody liked my post. Why? And I, then I was like, Rob, it's just that's what Facebook does. Do you want somebody to see it? Then pay five bucks and boost exactly. It. And I was like, you know what? I don't need to. Whatever. I put it on all my platforms. So if somebody wants to find it, it's on one of the platforms. And um, and that's. It's. I think it's so new to us as as humans mm-hmm. that we're we're so wrapped up and confused by it because we've right. never had this right. availability before. Right. You know, and I think as a creator, whenever you're uploading, I just assume, you know, that that my content should be distributed to those folks that already like and follow the page. Yeah. You know, and that's not the case at all. They're strong arming you to to spend money to boost the post. Yeah. You know, not knocking Facebook. I think they're great platforms. They're great tools. And you why know, would they not want you to spend process. money? They would, if you're a business, you want people to spend money uh, in your business. Absolutely. So. Yeah. 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 So yeah. That makes sense to me, and um, you know, people who complain about that, and when I talk to businesses about this, especially, it's like you don't need to spend much. Say you spend a dollar a day, thirty bucks a month, on advertising, you're going to see a big return in viewership and the reach. Just they like consistency. So even if you consistently spend a dollar a day, you're going to get a good reach. Yeah, but if you back off, that's when they start to make you feel like a complete loser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask. I guess we'll switch gears a little bit. But like, so your other jobs, you're you you do billboards, right? I have a small in, billboard company, and in real estate as well. I have a small real estate firm. That's right. Yeah. Now, as far as b- billboards go, that's one of the classic forms of advertising. I mean, that's like the how old, old are billboards? Yeah. <laughs> right? Like how, how far do they go back? Do you know? I really, I couldn't tell you the history of when they originated. I should. I guess when being cars. A, being be- an owner, but yeah, I mean, I, I imagine it dates back a ways. Cars, roads, highways, billboards. It seems like yep. they just go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, what do you notice as far as marketing goes? Because I've always been curious about this. Uh, and I don't know what end you handle on the billboards, but like, it seems I, I rarely notice a billboard. This is just me personally. Like unless right. there's something on there that pops out and stands out to me, uh, that has always, in my vision, been one of the least effective forms of marketing. Yet I know lots of people who have used them and been very successful with them. Okay. So how do you view that as far as like social media and the the effect? I really haven't combined both worlds, and I, I I'm thinking about it actually. You know, doing cross promote. You know, doing. Uh, Doing a dance vlogs like us on Facebook, you know, and seeing seeing if we get any response from it on it's, a billboard. Yeah, put, yeah, putting it on a billboard. I I, I don't recently, know why I haven't yet. I, I've I recently just, thought of that myself. Yeah, for, get for Rob podcast. Z up there on a billboard. You yeah, know, there are folks that actually you know read those signs passing by, um, but for the most part, a lot of my customer base they use them as directionals. Uh, you know, a lot of small businesses, we keep it affordable. You know, a lot of my boards are small. They're not huge. Like, the, you know, a lot of the major road signs you see, uh, there's no electricity supplied to them. They're just small little 5 by 11 signs that we put a vinyl flex wrap around. And, and uh, it advertises a lot of the small business that, does, uh, that doesn't have, that don't have the uh, huge advertising budgets. Mm-hmm. And, and they use them, you know, hey, two miles down the road, make a right on, on uh, Hickory Street, you know, and, and you know. 
that that's pretty much my customer base. So we got about a hundred, I think a hundred five or a hundred six boards, you know, scattered around here. Oh wow! Um, and it's proven to be a pretty good business. I really enjoy it. it. It gives me. You actually put the billboards up yourself? Yeah. And how it spawned was I opened. Actually, I started with my real estate uh, residential sales company, Dan Peters and Associates. Uh, which were up in Tyrone. I have about, I think, five or six agents underneath me that we do residential sales. And, and uh, uh, I opened up in 2007, Rob, and that's when the mortgage, ah, the that's fallout. when the whole, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. when everything was crashing. And that's, of course, that's when I opened up. Right. So th- things were pretty tight, man. I yeah. went through some serious financial struggle in the beginning. Um, and I, I realized like, what, what am I going to do? Like I put in all this effort into sales and become a broker, you know, and uh, I bought, you know, bought into all the, Oh, I got to drive a Mercedes and talk on my phone and suit up every day and all that jazz. (laughs) And I'm moving to wall street. (laughs) And it was a complete opposite end of the spectrum. The mortgage market crash. I had no clients calling. It was a rough couple of years, man. I'm not going to lie, but you know, but I had to, I had to think like, what am I going to do? And that's, that's when it dawned on me. I, you know, prior to that, I worked for some large companies in town, you know, selling real estate, and I okay. advertised on billboard signs. You know, I was on the other end of it. I was one of the advertisers. I paid paid them, you know, x amount of dollars to get my face out there, you know, to create face recognition to build the 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 uh, real estate uh, uh, my real estate business as a real estate agent. Uh, but then I was like, you know, why don't I? Why can't I build signs? And I could do a little four by eight sign or, you know, I'm going to call my friends up. You know, I, my first billboard went up uh, up in uh, Galitzin. Friends of mine had seven acres up along uh, a busier road up there. I think it was Route 50. It's uh, Route 53 is my first board. I, and I pitched the idea. I said, hey, can I put a sign up at the corner of your property down there? You know, there, and there's no homes. There's nothing really, uh, you know, no driveways, no obstructions or anything. I said, oh, sure, go ahead, do whatever you want. I For put, free? They didn't charge you or anything? They didn't charge oh, me. Wow. So, yeah, because I told them it was, a, you know, trial and error. Yeah. I said, you know, I want to I give this a shot. Oh, yeah, you know, the, go ahead, do what you have to do. So I, I went down there with a post hole digger, dug two holes, put, you know, bought some lumber up at Home Depot, uh, you know, dug the two holes and, and then uh, put the posts in and put a plywood face up. And then I had a, a little sign made uh, available. Sign available, call this number. And no joke, two hours later, someone called me. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it was from uh, someone was promoting a fair at the time. It was springtime, and, and they wanted that sign uh, to promote the fair. Yeah. You know, coming up in, in a month or so. And, and right there, a light bulb went off. I was like, holy smokes. Two hours, it happened that fast. This lady met me, and she said, hey, what's it going to cost? You know, and I told her, you know, a couple hundred dollars, and she cut me a check right there. And I, right there was a light bulb. I thought, oh, man, this is good. Yeah. And I'm, I'm up here in the middle sign. of nowhere. That's a great sign. And I took it as that, a sign. Uh, and then, the sign was <laughs> no pun sign. intended. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I built another one, and it rented out right away. Then I started scouting more locations. You know, other friends of mine started reaching out, reaching out to other friends who I knew lived on busy, busy roads. Can I use your free property? Can I use your property? Can I put a sign up? And then I, I said, well, I'll pay you, you know, a, a hundred bucks, a couple hundred dollars a year. Yeah. Oh, sure. Do what you want, you know. Yeah. And I build another one. Because what's to them? They're not using the property, They're right? not using it, and they're, they're and making money off it. You yeah. Know, there's no loss to them. Sure. And, and so it started, you know, sort of a, 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 a sort of a, a ball rolling, you know, a snowball effect. 
and now now I'm up to about a hundred signs, and I, I plan on the goal is to double the numbers here. I mean, it's it's proven to be very lucrative, uh, very, uh, I guess. What do I want to say? It's sort of a little stress. It's very little stress in comparison to real estate. I, it, yeah. just, real estate sales can be very stressful. I don't I don't care what anyone says. They and can watch. Leg work too, right? Oh, a lot of yeah, it's a, a lot of busy work. the The flexibility is beautiful. Like this, the sign company allows me to edit. You know, five to do do, do stuff when I'm do things that I'm really passionate about doing. You know, right. and it, it gives me that freedom. Uh, you know, to do what I'm doing now, and real estate does that as well. But with real estate comes, you know, there's there's always issues. There's always something you sort of have to have to uh, polish out, you know, yeah. especially as a broker, you know, you're not just handling your own business. I have, you know, five, six agents underneath me. I got to handle, you know, any issues that they run into. Yeah. So it's not, you know, it's more being a broker is more like problem solving, <laughs> although it can be lucrative. There's, there's you know, it, you can make some good money uh, in the real estate game, mm-hmm. but I sort of. I, real estate's made the most millionaires out of any profession in the world sure absolutely but buying into real estate i don't know about real estate sales i'm sure there's some you know high high rollers out there that have made fortunes in, in sales you know buying into real estate investing that's a whole different that's, ball yeah, that's where the money is, I yeah, guess. yeah that's where the real money's at um and i did I, I had rental properties before i even got into sales i had i, th- I think five different buildings um you know and i rented those out but i was i think i was 22 years old you know, when I bought those, yeah. because I had the same vision, I was like, "Oh, real estate is king. It's going to make me a multimillionaire." And then I rented out to any Joe Schmo. <laughs> ended up in the magistrate's office, not getting paid. Ended uh, up with destroyed yeah. apartments. Yeah, and it was very frustrating because I wasn't, I didn't know. Didn't no one was there to really educate me on, you know, what to be aware of. Who, you know, I. It was a. It was a tough lesson learned yeah. and so i ended up you know cashing out and then getting into the real estate sales side of it you know and, and selling real estate and then that's real estate led then to the billboard company um, and i guess billboards like as long as you get the text right and you make sure it's not like folded and like there's creases in it or whatever what what could unless there's vandalism what could go wrong? just you know watch the poison ivy i <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i got a weedy you know i i do a lot of the, i basically dig the holes Put the post in the ground. I build the signs, and then you do for a hundred billboards. You're doing all that. Yeah, I mean, that gets why, me out of the office. I, that's I mean, crazy. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, a lot of folks don't know that. I enjoy that though. I like. I love being outside. I have an old work truck that I use. You know, I don't have anything fancy with my name on the side or anything like that. Right. You know, I just, um, you know, on the billboards that you see advertised here, and you see my mugshot on there. That's that's not a good sign. That means the sign's not rented. So if you see that, you like the location, people rent it out. <laughs> do you rent like how does that work? Is it a year rental or they six months? Or we do. do you do we're, a month we're, month? I'm pretty flexible. You know, two months, three months, six months, twelve months. You know, and we'll I'll negotiate with the client, but on average, they're about a hundred dollars per month. Okay. Um, you know, with a production charge of one hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, so the vinyl and stuff, I don't know why this is so interesting to me. I've just always wondered, like, the vinyl, like, where do you print that out at? Do you have to pay for to get it printed out or pay for the machinery Well, uh, the vinyl company I use has a graphic artist. So, you know, any ideas that the client may have, they'll email me, uh, you know, details. Say, hey, Dan, I want, you know, this word, these words with... Um, you know, this picture attached, you know, details like that. Then I forward it to the graphic artist. They create a uh, uh, a proof 
for the client, then I just I, I sort of act as the middleman at that point. I'm just funneling back and forth, and I'll for you know for that to, uh, proof design to the client, uh, and they can tweak it, they can make adjustments to it. Uh, if not, you know they approve it, and then I I get that. Uh, um, uploaded to the vinyl company, and then they they print that. Now this vinyl company I use, they're out of Oklahoma, uh, but they're fan. The girls over there are fantastic. They're so fast, you know, uh, uh, and and they get that printed on the vinyl, and then they ship it to me, and then I I receive the package, and then you know go to the location and put the sign up, hmm. and then make sure it stays up, or you know, and it's not wrinkled. So it's t- kind of tough, you know. The wrink- I try to keep them as as wrinkle free as possible. Yeah. Uh, but for the most part, the clients, you know. Uh, happy with it and then and that that's pretty much it and uh, you send an invoice and and you know i get paid and then move on to the next deal it's very low maintenance yeah you know in comparison to, to, to real some, some real estate transactions you know there's a lot of time invested with the tran- real estate transaction you're going back and forth to the property or right yeah, yeah, there's a lot a lot to it that uh, most folks don't know you know, they just see a lot of the glitz and glamour on television. Well, just think you buy a house. If you, if you purchase a house, unless it's been a very simple process, you know the back and forth that you've talked right. to the realtor 15 times yeah. and gone to the house five times. <laughs> and yeah, it's, it becomes a real pain. So I imagine for, I, I imagine, I remember just myself doing it. I can't imagine the real estate agent and having like 20 clients and doing that for all of those clients. Like, whew. Be exhausting. It, it can be sure, and I got to a point where I was just getting stressed out about it, you know. And, and it's just like, why, you know? At first, I was very passionate about the real estate sales and the real estate game. I wanted to build a huge, you know, company and have offices spread all over. And when things weren't panning out as I projected, you know, that's when I sort of shifted my focus, um, you know, and and you know, dealing with clients, I've I've ta- I've I've had some very loyal loyal folks, um, you know, who who appreciated past work and they'd use me and and uh, uh, but sometimes they refer folks, you know, who I have no relation with, and mm-hmm. sometimes they just drive me crazy, right? You know, and it's, <laughs> yeah. and I think sometimes yeah, I get a bad taste in my mouth about it and be like, oh, you know, listen to what I'm telling you, or, or yeah. you know, just take my advice, and sometimes that. I don't know. Some of these guys, they just have their own ideas and they roll with it. You know, you're just there to let them in the house. Mm-hmm. You know, and I felt like that at a bunch of different points. So that's why I sort of shifted my focus towards the signs, um, you know, and then I'll let my agents, you know, handle the, the sales side of it. So of the, real estate. your sign, the one I always see is on Convention Center Boulevard in Altoona. Yeah. Is that your sign? Yes, yes it, with your With your advertisement on it? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I figured. Yeah, as you're saying this, I'm like, I, I know where one of them is. I see that yeah, one all so the time. Yeah, so you did notice. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I always notice faces. And this is what I tell people, too, is uh, and I was just talking to uh, Stephanie Height, who was in here yesterday for a podcast. And I was saying to her, she has a billboard up on the boulevard. And I said, your face isn't on it. I'm like, if you want people to notice... And this is, I, I've learned this from just going through persuasion, psychology, business sort of stuff. It's like, if they can see the whites of your eyes, there's a good chance they're going to, there's like a 50% higher chance they're going to connect with that content, whatever it is, just because people recognize other people. Like, they're, they're more attracted to seeing a person. So they did this study on nine month old babies, and they did this test of like, they, they put two Im- images up. It was a very, very basic test, but it was like they'd put two images up. One was, you know, some awesome graphic or whatever. And the other one was just a picture of somebody's face. And the babies always looked at the other, Is the that other right? face. Is that right? And I mean, why, why, 
I feel like that makes sense, but then again, I guess it's, it could be surprising because you had like a really cool graphic and then a face. But that's just that's natural human, uh, our our natural, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Our natural reaction is to look at faces, and mm-hmm. I and I notice this now. So when I go around and I see billboards and I see a face like yours, mm-hmm. the Dan Peters one, there's like five faces on it. I always look at that every real estate huh. one. If there's a Bob Pennington one, if or whoever has a face on a billboard, I always notice those. Mm-hmm. And the ones that don't, I could, I don't even know they exist. Huh. And I, I, that's one thing I've picked out over and over again is the facial recognition. That's, that's really interesting. And that yeah. goes back to people are, people are afraid of putting themselves out there. They're worried about what other people are going to think of them, yet yeah. people see them every single day. Yeah. Really, you're just <laughs> worrying about you seeing yourself or hearing yourself. That's yeah. That's the part that's like... Uh, I forget who was talking about this, but it made a lot of sense to me because up until I don't know when mirrors were invented, but like up until like photography and it was only like 100, 200 years ago or whatever, it never existed in our in the millions of years of humanity. That sort of stuff didn't exist. You wouldn't you couldn't see yourself unless yeah. you saw yourself in like water and a reflection. Right. So our, our minds still aren't used to it. Like we're hmm. not used to seeing and hearing ourselves because we're really not supposed to be able to. Yeah. You know, yeah. So we're, yeah. That, that's what scares us about it. It's yeah. very foreign to yeah. people. Yeah. So if yeah. you can get past that, that's a, a huge thing. I imagine yeah, in a hundred or yeah. two hundred years, we'll be more than okay <laughs> with that. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're gonna be fine here in ourselves. We're so used to it that it'll be ridiculous. We'll be sick of ourselves. How we want to go backwards. Yeah. Um, yeah. But as, as far as like just your entrepreneur, like your uh, mindset, I guess, was that kind of something? that you started out at a, as a young age, like creating stuff on your own, or did you figure it out as you went along? The whole, well, I learned a lot of it from my dad. My dad had, I mean, he always was talking, you know, about that million dollar idea and, mm-hmm. you know, opening up. He always talked real estate. Always talked about uh, buying buying rental properties and, you know, that that can, that'll make us money. and and also wanting to get into the restaurant business, running a pizza shop and an ice cream parlor. He always talked about that, but dad never was a, never was a doer. He never was, pulled he the was trigger. A, never pulled the trigger. But, uh, my brother, I've, I'm the oldest of five boys. Um, I basically took the, took the baton and, and started the real estate business, you know, and my brother, Jimmy, he started, well, he worked in the pizza business, which he, okay. he has a couple best way pizzas now. So the things your yeah. dad's always talked about, and I ended think, up, you ended up doing. Yeah, we ended up doing. <laughs> it's kind of crazy how that works. But, yeah, we sort of took that entrepreneur idea and, and ran with it. Cool. You know, and that's really where it stemmed from. And, and um, yeah, I love it. It's great being being your own boss and doing your own thing, man. It, it truly is. It, it's it's I used stressful. to work for the man. It can, it can be very stressful. <laughs> it can be, especially when the when the dollars aren't coming in. Yeah, I, a lot of people. Oh, you're in real estate. You make bank. You know, you're 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 set, and that, that's the farthest from the truth. I mean, what I'm learned, what I've learned, you know, the effort that you put in is what you're gonna, what you reap is what you're gonna sow. Mm-hmm. I mean, that goes back to the biblical times, and then there's absolute truth to it. Um, you know, it's basically what you're going to put in and what you're going to get out. And that, that's, that sums it up, you know, and I found that true with real estate and, and with the sign company. I mean, it's, it's all power in numbers. So, if, you know, if I want to want that million dollars, you know, a year or whatever, you know, whatever that goal is, I'm the one that has to set that, 
you know, no one else is going to do that for you. And that's what I'm learning at 40 years old. It's like, you're the one, you're the creator of your future, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, if if you want that huge mansion and that you know brand new Tesla or whatever, you 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 have to you know I'd have to go out and build you know do five hundred more billboard signs, which is achievable. Yeah. It's one one sign at a time. If if that was my ultimate goal, yeah, you know, uh, it, it just everyone's different. Everyone's wired different. You know, can can I do that? Sure, absolutely. It's just my mindset. You know, where I want to go with it. Right. So that that's a beautiful thing about entrepreneurship. It's it's getting up and doing. You know, getting up, setting a goal, getting up every morning, um, you know, and, and going after it, mm-hmm. you know, and just trying to stay motivated and doing that. That's a whole nother thing. I mean, that's, it takes a lot of motivation. And Yeah, I think as long as you go towards things that you're naturally excited about and you have a skill set for, then, I mean, you really can't. I mean, I guess you could lose in some way, shape, or form, but I feel like you really can't. Over the past year, I've really, and I talked about this yesterday on the on the podcast with the ladies I had in here. I was saying, like, over the past year, so for for eighteen years, I was in radio, and I had fun doing it. Um, I I, should, I loved being on the air. I loved that part of the the job, uh, but I never felt like I had freedom, and I never liked. I don't know what it is about me, but having a boss makes me nervous. Like I always felt like I was in trouble, <laughs> even if I wasn't in trouble. It's so stupid, but it was like this thing I had in my head. So over the past year of not having a boss, I just a couple of weeks ago recognized, like, wow, Rob, you're not like afraid. Like, and it's, it's not like I don't want to make it sound like I was scared. It was just like I always had like a thing in the back of my head, like, oh, did I do something wrong? Is right. somebody gonna be upset with sure. me? Sure. And yeah. I don't have that anymore. Yeah. It doesn't exist. So I wake up and that's like, and that that, that thought will hit me, and I'm like, oh, well, nobody's gonna yell at me. I, not that anybody ever did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. every once in a while, maybe I got like you know, <laughs> reprimanded, but like, it really, that it, it doesn't exist anymore, and that's a that's a freeing thing. Number one, but number two is absolutely if you're working towards things that you're really excited about and you're involved in, then like you just keep having more ideas, mm-hmm. and you just keep getting more ideas. And now right. I have so many ideas that I'm like overwhelmed with all the stuff I want to do. Mm-hmm. So it, it flips from not having many ideas and it's taking you forever to get out of work. You're like waiting right. for the clock to hit. Yeah, yeah. And now it's like I have too many ideas and not enough time in the day to get them done. <laughs> it's like an exact opposite. Like the stress like flips in a good way. In a I good guess. way. Absolutely. But I'm only a year into. I mean, you're decades into it, I guess. So like you have much more of a better grip on it. Right. And, and there's so many things I want to do. You know, outside of real estate and billboards, you know, I, I would love to travel. I want to. Jenny and I are talking about getting an RV and traveling. You know, and, and seeing the world. There's yeah. so much to see out there, Rob. Yeah. And I've been trapped in, uh, you know, a lot of people say the bubble, you know. That, and I love our bubble. Don't get me wrong. Altoona, Holidaysburg, this is a beautiful area we live in. I mean, you can travel outside of that, travel anywhere, and you'll, you know, it'll bring you back home and realize and make you appreciate home, really. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and, and the good neighbors we have is good folks here. Yeah. You know, but but do want to, we, we'd love to go out and, travel and see the world you know and and i think that's that's where i want to get i want to build up enough signs to financially secure secure us to allow us to go and and do that now that, that's the ultimate goal down the road and then vlog about it i think <laughs> that'd be a fun vlog adventure i think the kids would appreciate that well funny you, know, you say that my uh well so first of all my my mom always said kind of like your dad her thing always was Think of an idea, something simple, and sell one of them. Sell them for a dollar, and you sell a million, like a million dollars. That's always her thing. Every little thing, right? And she, she was a million of the things. She'd be like, "Oh, you could take that and 
sell it for a dollar. And if you sell a million, you're a millionaire. I'm like, yeah, mom, why don't we do it? And she never would, but whatever. It's a, it's a running joke in the family. <clears throat> um, but now her and my stepdad, he used to run the film center in Altoona. If you ever okay. know what the film center was. Yeah. They yep. sold that. They bought a, a 1969 van. It's not a VW bus, nice. but it's a kind of bus. <laughs> Tra- they're traveling the country right now. This just happened. Are you serious? This just happened oh, that's like awesome. a month ago. Yeah. They bought a boat in Miami, a, catam- a catamaran. No joke. Oh, yeah. man. So Good they're, for them. they're sailing that thing up uh, the. Uh, the, the canal, whatever the channel is, up into Virginia, you can like sail. Or, really? Oh, the that's good it. for them. But that's they've been awesome. talking about this for years. Like this has been like a decade or more in the works, yeah. and they're finally doing it. And now they're sending us videos and stuff, and they're like, oh, so they're awesome. just loving it. Yeah, they loving park, life. They park the van somewhere, set up shop. They have solar panels for electricity. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like that's just what they're doing. And good for them. I'm jealous. Like, that's a, that's exactly what I would not want to do. But, yeah, but I don't want to wait till I'm. 65 70 years old to do it yeah that's life, my, my life's not guaranteed my mom just turned 60 my stepdad's in his late he just turned 50 okay so i mean okay. they're not, oh, that's not, not too, too yeah. far off from when they wanted to do it but yeah Good. the earlier Good. the better yeah why not yeah for real seriously yeah. so that's the goal that's so, that's that's the goal that's the you know the the goal in the next couple of years here you know to make that happen and, and travel and you know, while the kids are young, before before they go to school, because I hear that's a whole another trip there. Once they start school, then you're sort of <laughs> yeah. locked down. Yeah. You know, in a, in a way. Yeah, and then there's, but, there's band practice and the all the gymnastics and I sports don't know and how, everything. Oh and, my, yeah. <laughs> I, I we'll, I'll cross that bridge when we get there. Right. Why well, worry about it now? <laughs> well, hey, dude, it was awesome talking to you, and I want I'd love to have you back on again and just talk oh, more. Cool. I mean, obviously, just talk about whatever, but about entrepreneurship. Uh, that's something I'm trying to make this podcast partially about is like people who have done it and okay. helping other people figure out how to do it for themselves. Yeah. Like, so the, yeah. you know, it's, it, it can be kind of scary, but it's not that scary. It's not as scary as working at a job for 50 years. Yeah. Right? About it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I mean, there's, a, there's gives and takes to everything, but, but yeah, thanks for coming in. How can people find your stuff? If they want to watch your videos or your social media, how do they find you? Uh, Dan's vlogs, just type in Dan's vlogs, D A N S V L O G S on Facebook. And also Dan Peters vlogs on YouTube. Uh, you should be able to find us there. It should pop up and, and like, and follow, you know, and, and, uh, you can follow along on our, our video posts. I, I try to upload once a week. I, I'm trying to get. You mentioned consistent. That's what I've struggled with my, my whole life: consistency. Yeah. Uh, Especially but, having two other jobs. Yeah, it, it's a lot. It's it, it can be a lot. You know, there there are some very busy days, and and that would throw off the whole schedule. But it, I'm I'm trying to find that. But at least once a, once a week, we'll get something uploaded, and and would love love uh, local support. You know, and I appreciate Rob. You know, having me on and glad to have you on. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, it's kind been of a, a great experience here. First podcast, and uh, you know, I plan on tuning in to, to you know a bunch more here in the future. That's why I have people on so they listen to the, to the other ones. I, I think you're doing a, you're, you're doing a great out. thing, brother. You're doing a great thing. I love that the collaboration and, and reaching out to folks and and you're building it. You know, it, if I did it all on my own, people wouldn't care as much. Yeah. I don't think, right? <laughs> <laughs> It seems so self-absorbed <laughs> in some way, shape, or form. I mean, of course, you want to get your own information out there, but I. I learn every, and I I, lo- I love Joe Rogan. He's one of my my favorite podcasters, and and he always says like he gets as much out of the podcast as everybody else does because he's actually sitting there face to face with the people, and that's mm-hmm. the that's the truth, man. Is if and I try to encourage as many people to do podcasts as I can. I've actually talked to my friends so far into buying the equipment. They haven't released no anything, joke. but they have the that's equipment. Awesome. 
but you then become like you you get so much out of them and people listen and get something out of it so there's just a lot of advantages to it absolutely yeah I, I appreciate it it's one of my favorite parts of, of of what i do so i appreciate you being here man and i, I appreciate everything that you're doing and the vlog I mean, you're, you guys are killing it, doing an awesome <laughs> oh, I job. I don't know about that, but I, you thanks are. for tuning in. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> just keep following what Dan's doing, keep up with his stuff, and uh, make sure you listen to the podcast because he'll be back again. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Ah, oh, man, Dan. You know what else I appreciate? I really appreciate a 100% soy wax candle, maybe a wax melt. Uh, put a little lip balm on, drop a bath bomb in the bathtub, and get my sugar scrub on. How do I do all of that? Well, I do it at Trade Secrets, 1223 13th Avenue in Altoona. I'll tell you what, my wife has the all-natural deodorants from Trade Secrets. She absolutely loves them because she's allergic to regular deodorant. And the all-natural deodorant, look on the ingredient list on it. It's incredible. It'll blow your mind. And it's also right here in central Pennsylvania. If you don't live in central Pennsylvania, then you can find them Secrets in Trade on Facebook. Instagram is Trade Secrets underscore Skincare 1223 13th Avenue in Altooner. Did I catch it? Did I say Altooner? Juice, also 517 Allegheny Street, Holidaysburg. So Facebook and Instagram, The Juice Bar, J O O S, just to let you know. Cold pressed juice and smoothies, smoothie bowls and bone broth. Everything is fresh and made to order. Jen, who runs the place, is like a mad scientist when it comes to health and nutrition. That's not a fact. I'm just saying. She's good at it. Uh, I, I trust everything that she says, and that's why I recommend you go to Juice and check it out. And also, a shout-out to Comics Vault, 1130 12th Avenue in Altoona. Facebook and Instagram, The Comics Vault. Neil, who runs the joint, loves comic books. He's going to be coming on the podcast, too, at some point in time. Got to get Neil in the studio, bro. Where are you at? New comics every Wednesday. Thousands of back issues. And uh, Wednesdays and Thursdays, they're open 12 to 8. Fridays, 12 to 10. Saturdays, 11 to 10. And Sundays from noon until 5, in case you... Did you even pay attention to any of those? Nobody wrote that down. Anyways, go to the Comics Vault Altoona for all of the information that you could ever possibly need. Thank you to Dan Peters. What a cool podcast that was. He's a cool dude. I love talking to him. We had a great conversation. Uh, so... Love finding out about people like that in central Pennsylvania. That's what this podcast is about. Finding those people, connecting with them, and building a force to be reckoned with. Until next time, Zebras. Bye! That's brutal.